Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Regarding IT Podcast. I'm Gina Jordan. Operation Emmental is an ongoing cyber attack that grants criminals overseas access to bank accounts. It got its name from the Trend Micro researchers who discovered it. Like Swiss Emmental cheese, online banking security can have a lot of holes. Tom Kellerman, chief cybersecurity officer for Trend Micro, explains this variation of a man-in-the-middle attack. So the attack is leveraged by very sophisticated former Soviet bloc computer scientists that have been conducting high levels of reconnaissance on the financial sector in Switzerland, Germany, and Austria for months. Uh, the attack began in late winter, early spring, and essentially it begins with a spear phishing attack that is specific to a customer of a specific financial institution in that they actually know what financial institution that you conduct business with and what types of emails you're traditionally receiving from them, and they customize the language and the profile and the social engineering accordingly. Once the link is clicked on, essentially a Windows binary is installed on the machine that not only obfuscates itself, but but deletes itself from the registry of the system and then hides itself in image files, which is very elegant and very reminiscent of the intelligence community as a whole. Once that is accomplished, essentially a trigger is sent, and an Android app is then synced and caused to reflect on when you try to authenticate to your transaction, your financial institution, essentially a prompt you that says that the SMS text is invalid, that you must download a subsequent Android app to reinstall the SMS capability, the authentication system, and thus you have a new app that then populates your device that delivers you a one-time use password that gives you access to your account, but more importantly, allows them access to your account as well. And it's this type of blended attack when they're using both a Windows binary and a malicious Android app coupled with the reality that they can obfuscate and or hide themselves from most security vendors by deleting the presence of such a piece of malware on the system that makes this quite interesting beyond the reality that they can compromise SMS-based two-factor authentication and thus steal funds and become the modern-day villager gangs of today. Trend Micro is a global IT security firm. The company employs 1,200 threat researchers and a SWAT team of sorts known as FTR, Forward-Looking Threat Research. FTR has about 40 highly sophisticated threat researchers who are constantly poring over big data analytics to try to predict evolutions of cybercrime. Maltigo transforms all of our data, which is cloud-based, all the data that we have from our millions of sensors around the world and over 20,000 corporate clients. And from that, we're looking for anomalies, anomalies in behavior, attacker behavior, detection. We're looking for bulletproof hosts. And we're focusing the attention of these 40 elite individuals on the elite hacker crews of the former Eastern European bloc. And in this bloc, we're now seeing an evolution of crime kits, an evolution of automated malware that's being proof of concept, POC'd and, and tested against the most secure financial institutions of the world, which are the Swiss and the German financial institutions. And from that, they're basically ascertaining that if they can penetrate those significant financial institutions, they will then spread this malware around the world. As we've seen with Emmental, the malware has now spread to at least 34 financial institutions around the world. Impacted countries include Japan, Germany, Switzerland, and Sweden. The targeted banks have some things in common. They're abiding by the directives by European regulators to implement two-factor authentication by these uh, you know, one-time use passwords and session-based tokens um, to the to the customer base. Uh, what they also have in common is the primary victims of this attack were German-speaking financial institutions, 
And as we could see from the hosting of this infrastructure, which was hosted in Romania, and the fact that we could see in the code that it was a Russian speaker who had leveraged the initial attack, my suggestions were essentially these are probably hacker crews that originated in Russia and Romania, but that were fluent in German and specific to their attacks when they tried to attempt to break into the largest and most sophisticated financial institutions for retail customers in Europe. Kellerman figures the attackers have stolen millions of euros, maybe a hundred million, because the attack has been going on for over five months. We took our time researching it to do our due diligence to ascertain who the attackers were, if that was possible, because attribution is very difficult. And then we did our best to collaborate with uh, Europol and, and international law enforcement in this regard. I would say... Uh, with a heavy heart, though, that many times it's very difficult to ascertain who's behind this because many times they utilize compromised devices to leverage these attacks, and uh, the attack is still ongoing, uh, which is why we thought it was a paramount that we begin to notify customers, prospects, and, and the rest of uh, cyber civility that this attack is flourishing and it's, and it's evolving, and it should be something we should pay attention to. It really speaks to the evolution of capabilities that have been created in the arms bazaar of the former Soviet bloc. And that two-factor authentication and encryption alone will not protect you from these modern-day Dillinger games. I am a huge proponent of two-factor authentication. I just think there needs to be greater levels of transaction verification and customer verification beyond just two-factor authentication, especially when it, when it relates to the transfer of funds or the transfer of credentials. I also think that authentication needs to be expanded beyond the authentication of the customer themselves but to authentication of the financial institution and of the extensions of the financial institution, which from my perspective relate to the domains that they use as well as the emails that they generate. And just because you can authenticate that a real domain is a real domain, you should also be allowed to give visibility or transparency into when a fake domain or a fake email is not a legitimate financial vehicle for you. The Trend Micro report concludes that organizations using single-session tokens are leaving customers vulnerable to rogue mobile apps. Kellerman says they're recommending four critical shifts in cybersecurity posture. First and foremost, uh, from a policy and procedural perspective, the fraud departments of financial institutions need to be directly in line with their cybersecurity or IT security departments and working hand-in-hand on a regular basis as bank sites have truly evolved to cyber-based fraud. I mean, 98% of financial fraud and bank heists are occurring in cyberspace now. That being said, there needs to be a greater deployment of verification systems for customers and for transactions that go beyond uh, basic two-factor authentication. So greater forms of authentication need to be employed, but greater forms of verification also need to be employed for customers and for transactions, followed by greater implementation of the DMARC standard to authenticate emails, to authenticate domain names in this environment. And lastly, and most importantly, really a greater understanding of when your customers or your institution have been compromised by these very targeted attacks by the deployment of breach detection systems, for example, like Deep Discovery. We need to be cognizant this is going to spread to other countries. And then thus, you know, even though that two-factor authentication is not mandated in the U.S. for customers, it is widely utilized for employees of financial institutions and for partners and for high-net-worth individuals who transact with financial institutions. That being said, these types of attacks will begin to flourish. Then what you'll see is large-scale infestations of hackers as they penetrate financial institutions themselves versus merely picking the pockets of the customers as they transact from their mobile device.
Tom Kellerman is Chief Cybersecurity Officer for Trend Micro. He served on the Commission on Cybersecurity for the 44th Presidency and is an advisor to the International Cybersecurity Protection Alliance. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Regarding ID podcast.